Welcome to the Ozone. Hello and welcome to the Ozone. I'm your host, Jeff Hazard, Assistant Director of Athletics and Sports Information Director here at SUNY Oneonta. And today we have a very special episode, not only being in the studio for the first time, but also just to uh, let you know that uh, we have Tracy Ranieri, our Athletic Director, who announced her retirement. And we're going to spend time just talking about her and celebrating her 30 years of excellence here at the college. Welcome, Tracy. Thanks. Um, I think I'd like to really start from the beginning and really going back to your youth sports experience. So can you talk a little bit about that and how you think it maybe channeled you towards athletics? Well, first of all, thank you for having me on the show. Um, 30 years, it's amazing to think that it's been 30 years, but what an incredible place Oneonta is, and I'm, I'm just so glad to have had my career here with you, with our coaching staff, with the many student-athletes that um, I've had a chance to work with. Youth sports, well, I'm quite old. <laughs> so when you look back, um, I, there was no real youth sports for me. I started playing sports when I was in ninth grade in high school. And so prior to that, it was just my big brothers beating the heck out of me. They were quite good athletes, and I just wanted to aspire to them. That was really my youth experience. So when I, uh, when I got to high school and I was able to play, I played every sport that our, uh, our high school had at Skenevis High yep, School. Skenevis. Yep, and, uh, and I loved it. I just loved what it, it did for me. It was, uh, I, I always set goals. I was able to prepare myself. It, there was just so many life skills that I, as a very young person, just it felt like it contributed to who I am today. And so, yeah, so I mean. it was soccer and lacrosse, softball? There was no lacrosse back then oh, for women. No <laughs> but it was, it was soccer, it was basketball, it was volleyball, okay. and it was softball for me wow. all, okay. all four years. And again, you know, we were a very small school, so you had to wait till one sport got done for the other sport to start, or you didn't have enough people to play. So we really, but it was a very, very competitive um, league, you know. And um, you know, soccer. I was I was drawn to soccer. I loved my coach Noreen Decker. She was an incredible role model and mentor for me, and just taught me to be a good person. Right. And uh, from there, I still keep in touch with uh, Coach Decker today. Um, you know, helped me to get into college. You know, right. back at a time when I was uh, my, I was the first one in my family to go to college, and it was uh, you know a really new experience. So my whole community in Skinnevis sort of helped me to to elevate to the next level. Right. So now you uh, obviously you had a, an outstanding high school career, and now it's time to go to college. And um, how many schools were recruiting you, but you chose Ithaca? You know, it was a whirlwind experience. Um, as an All-American in high school, they, I just got a ton of letters, you know, back then. And, uh, you know, from North Carolina, from University of Central Florida, and at that time they were number one and number two in the country, Division One. Again, this is back in 1982. It's, it's, um, and I, re you know, they sent me down to Florida, and I thought that Florida was really where I wanted to go, and they offered me some scholarship money. And then in that summer, my dad had a heart attack. And... I had looked at Ithaca a little bit just to have, you know, that safety net, and I was so grateful that Coach Linda Bittner, um, she's passed away the last couple years, um, took me in because I just didn't feel like I could go that far away right. with my dad being sick, and I was really glad I made the choice. I'm a, definitely a D3 girl through and through, being able to do everything 
um, and still love my sport. Right, and of course you had an outstanding career at Ithaca. You were their first All-American in the history of the women's soccer program. Um, what kind of things did you learn through that experience? You know, as I look back at it now, um, I didn't realize the Title IX implications that were going on at that time in, in our country. And we played and practiced on a, on a dirt field. Our men's team had a beautiful field to play on, and we couldn't play on it. And I scratched my head, but you know, when you're young, you don't really think, why is there this inequity? Um, Coach Bittner fought for us to get on that field, and uh, we ended up getting on that field. And it was just a really, you know, later on in my life, it became a real passion for me to support gender equity and, and support for women when you, they don't realize. Because for me, it was like, I'm so grateful to be playing. I'll, I'll ride in a van. It doesn't matter if the guys are in a bus. Who, who cares? We're just right. playing, and we're, and we're good. We didn't need much else. But I saw... And that's what I really try to hope that my career shows, that there was a lot of support for women, women coaches, female athletes who would have done with less but didn't need to do with less. They could be just as good as our male counterparts and have the same experience. Okay. Well, speaking about uh, female and strong females and role models and mentors, uh, I'd like to uh, bring in our first special guest. I'm hoping we can get her to show up on the screen. Marilyn Moore, for, uh, former athletic director at SUNY Geneseo, welcome to the show. Good morning. How you doing? I'm doing well. Uh, Hello, Tracy. Hi, Marilyn. We, we were just talking about her college experience and the whole gender equity and being able to play, you know, play a sport back in the early years of Title IX. And uh, so, you know, maybe I'd like to translate that a little bit because I wanted to talk a little bit about the SUNYAC and how the two of you were able to do some things in the SUNYAC to help move the conference along in many of those, many of those issues. So, well, I think Tracy and I hold that conference pretty near and dear, and to this day, we feel that it is still the premier Division Three conference in the country. And I wanna say it was Tracy's enthusiasm when she came on board that helped us to implement some of the things she was just talking about in time in terms of equality for women um i, I never had the opportunity to play any sports uh i'm pre-title nine and i came into the conference in uh, 1984 85 when the ncaa was making the push to um establish senior women administrators so we were a lone voice for a long time and gradually we kept getting more and more women strong women like tracy that could really um uh, uh that could really uh help us implement the programs and the things that we really needed in our conference right. uh so tracy i mean the two of you work together on a lot of projects i mean are there any ones that stand out for you i mean we have pat demore who uh, just passed away recently. Great, great guy. I mean, certainly when I came into the conference, you know, you could see that he was uh, looking for ideas, you know, maybe wasn't as current and stuff, but I think that all of us together uh, brought that, you know, brought him along. But I, I really think the two of you were like a tag team uh, kind of thing and, and helped us a big time. So, Tracy, is there maybe one thing in particular that you think you really Wow, we did a lot of things together. It's so good to see you. Thank you so much for being on this. You're so great. Marilyn was actually 
quite a force, quite a force um, in our meetings. You know, Marilyn, I don't know if you would agree, but I'm really excited. It's taken us almost 20 years to have women's tennis be moved to the spring because the NCAA has their championship in the spring. But we couldn't, we couldn't make the move for a variety of reasons across the conference. So I'm just really excited as, as I leave that we have been able to let women in tennis have the same experience as other sports, finish their conference championship and go right into the NCAA tournament. Previously, yeah. Previously, I'm very happy to hear that that has happened. Yeah, yeah, but there are a million other things. I mean, we took care of our athletic trainers, um, who are so necessary and just incredibly important to our, all of our institutions in so many different ways. And and Marilyn has an athletic training background, so yep. she brought a lot of that to the table. Yeah. Probably one of the most significant things that we did, and you know, at our meetings. We, we were all very, very close friends, but a meeting was business. And there were certain things that we needed to get done. And there may have been, you know, um, maybe some fist stamping, huh, huh Tracy? Uh, but in the end, we walked out the door as great friends and colleagues and all went out to dinner together. Um, I, I, that was just, the, the conference is just a highlight of, of of my career, but one of you know some of the other things that we did was we implemented a new Sunday contest, and that was due to taking uh, into consideration our support services, our, our SID, our athletic trainers, our equipment issue people. Um, we launched the, the Champs Life Skills Program, and Tracy was a very strong proponent of that and brought that in. Um, as a very strong advocate for all of our student athletes across the conference. And she was able to put on um, small clinics uh, for them. Uh, and actually, also, the way we first got introduced into the conference as women were as senior women administrators. And there were very, very few athletic directors that were women at the time in 1984-85. Now, at the time that I left, that had changed greatly. And um, we probably had four or five women, strong women that were ADs. But uh, Tracy has always been instrumental in putting this conference, uh, to bringing this conference to the forefront. And I go back to her coaching days when she won a national championship and she became national coach of the year. That was Tracy's accomplishments, but it also is a reflection on the conference that we are building. So, Tracy, you've had a lot to do with it in, in a lot of different ways. Well, um, I want to uh, thank you for uh, joining us today, Marilyn. I really appreciate you coming in and, and, and talking uh, with us. Uh, is there anything else that you would like to say as you, uh, you know, as we close here with, with your segment? Thank you for having me, Jeff. Okay. See you soon, Marilyn. Yep. Enjoy okay, take care, Trace. Bye-bye. Right. What a surprise. Love it. We're going to yeah. try and make this a little interactive. Oh. Uh, certainly, we got to a point where you started talking about the strong females, and certainly, you know, she was a rock at Janet Steele. And like you said, she came from the background of an athletic trainer and became an athletic director, which doesn't happen a lot in athletics. Um, so 
you know, it was great to be able to just have her on for, for a couple. And I think over your career, too, I mean, she's a lifelong friend. Right, um, right, colleagues. Well, that's what she said. I mean, I know the group. They were a little older then, and I was a youngin uh, myself or whatever, but I think just being in a room, uh, some of those conference meetings with, with some of those mm -hmm. men and women, you just listen and you absorb uh, their experience, you know what right. I mean, because you know that they know. <laughs> and the great thing about transferring, you know, we talk about our student athletes transferring their skills. You know, if you have a good culture, you know, on a team, you know you can get to greatness. And I think for us as a conference, we really try hard to build culture so that we can elevate the conference. And certainly our collegial friendship and all of the folks in SUNYAC have been, are just dear friends for life for me. Well, speaking of teamwork and building a team, uh, we're going to welcome in our next guest. We're going to welcome in one of the captains from the 2003 women's soccer team, Kelly Stevens, if we can get her uh, to pop in here on the screen, uh, just to talk to her a little bit about the team. We want to talk uh, how, you know, being coach and, and kind of get into the women's soccer part of it now. So hopefully we can get, there we go. How you doing? Good morning, Kelly. Oh. We got to see if we can get you unmuted. Hello, good there morning. There we go. How you doing? Hi, good. How are you all? Hi, Tracy. Hi, Kelly. Are you in Florida? I'm in Florida, University of Central Florida. Yeah, <laughs> technology is great. Love you, <laughs> Professor Stevens. Yes. Family, um, thank you. I am in my office. Yeah. Oh, wow, nice, nice. You, yeah, it looks uh, looks pretty uh, official there. Pretty. Official. <laughs> Uh, well, I think we got into the next, this portion of the uh, show. We'd like to talk about, obviously, uh, the team and the success of the team and you being a very big part of that success. Uh, we can talk, uh, we'd like to talk a little bit about the 2003 season, but I think for you, Kelly, uh, if you can, what was it like being in the program and being coached by Tracy? What was it like being in the program, being uh, coached by Tracy? Yeah. Is that the question? Yeah. Amazing. It was an amazing experience. Uh, you know, I was considering going to another SUNY school, uh, and then I met Dave and Tracy, and my parents met Dave and Tracy, and it was not a consideration anymore. I was coming to Oneonta, and a lot of that, the reason why I came there came true. We really believed in Dave and Tracy. They made us, um, they believed in each of us. They believed in the team. They were motivating. They were supportive. Uh, it was just an incredible experience, especially being away from home. I got a little homesick my freshman year, um, but Dave and Tracy really took care of that and, and reached out and, and, and the team as well. And so it was just an amazing experience to work so closely with them for those four years. Right. And what uh, coaching all those players, I mean, certainly many of them are starting to put into our Hall of Fame because they were just so good. But what about that, that maybe that group of four years, you know, building it to that time when you made it to that mm. and won the, won the national championship? I mean, is there anything that you can? Well, we could do a whole episode on Kelly Stevens. <laughs> <laughs> we really could. Um, but that particular class, when Kelly's class were freshmen, you know, as a coach, you just know, man, we just need a few more players. And, and this was the class that if we could keep them together and motivate them, uh, we just thought it was going to be good things to come. And the talent, the, was, the talent was, was amazing. 
But to me, it was more, as Kelly's saying, the family environment, the commitment to each other, the do or die for each other. They just never let each other step out of bounds because they really believed that they could win right from the beginning because there was just so much talent. Practice was just fantastic. I mean, it literally, you didn't want it to end, but we had to send boundaries so that we wouldn't burn out. Right, Kel? But uh, for Kelly, she was a meteorology major here. And so it, what was really fun about that is the weather in the fall can be really unpredictable. So we, we were like, you know, five-year-olds in the middle of a hailstorm, and then it was sun, and then there was snow, and then there was rain, and Kelly's like giving us the rundown of the weather. I mean, we just had so much fun bringing people together, not only to learn about soccer, but to really bring in all the things that they added to the team and it just made us that much stronger. Right. Um, Kelly, was there a point in the 2003 season that you and the rest of the team felt that you could really get this done? Like, was there a game? A point? Yeah, Go ahead. was there a game or a point in that 2003 season when you felt that we could really win this, the whole thing? Oh, that's a good question, because it was really a culmination of feelings, I think, that season and the, the four years as a senior for me. Um, it just felt like everything was really building to something, and it wasn't going to end. It wasn't going to end early. It wasn't going to end in a quiet way. We were going to go out in a big way. Um, so I can't think of a, an inflection point, but I do. I, I mean, Tracy would like to talk about that Wednesday morning practice. October 17th that she texts us about every year. I know I'll let Tracy tell you, you know, what she saw on that day, but I saw this series of just the belief growing and building, and then they were able to channel and harness it so that we, we actually did win it all. So, Tracy, I don't know if you want to talk about that Wednesday morning in October. on October 17th? <laughs> October 17th is a national holiday, and I know she's, she's funny, but for the last 16, 17 years, I have been texting them on October 17th to say, hey, have a really great day. This is a magic day. But um, because actually, because Kelly and some of the players had, um, we wanted them to have a normal week, so they agreed to do a 6 a.m morning practice on Wednesdays that season so that they could go and meet with faculty at their office hours later in the day. And so on this particular morning, it was absolutely amazing. And, you know, I can say this now because I'm retiring, but, you know, players were running out of the gym to throw up. They gave so much of themselves. I was like, I went out because I'm thinking we have a medical emergency. <laughs> they just overdid it because they found that inner strength to just go beyond, which is when you get there, you just know. And I came back into the gym and I just started to cry. And I thought, like, <laughs> I believe, I believe, because if they're willing to do that at 6 o'clock on, you know, a Wednesday morning, College of New Jersey's not doing this. University of Chicago's not doing this. They are not doing it. We are going to win this. And it was the most emotional day of my entire career. Even though I've, we've had some great wins, I thought that day, that ordinary day, was the day. Wow. And I'll never let them forget it, October okay. 17th. <laughs> until the day I die, I'll be texting, hey, have a great day. Wow. That is certainly special. And there were a lot of special wins that year. I mean, certainly in the NCAA tournament, Every game was like a nail biter. I mean, certainly the, the, you know, the golden goal. I mean, Brooke Davis scored all the golden goals pretty much, except for Sonata in the national championship game. She got the, 
the big one. Um, but it just seemed like every game was just on the edge of your seat, excitement, and certainly for myself, uh, I mean, for me, just watching those games and watching the competitive, I will tell you this, my two sons who are 23 and 21 now, they still talk about the players on that team. Like, they can remember it like they were actually in or a student at the college, and they were three and five. So, I mean... You know, the impact that you had as, as student-athletes, I mean, I certainly want to thank you and all your teammates, and I know Tracy certainly thanks you. Um, but, I, uh, I mean, just amazing stuff, amazing women you've all turned out to be. Uh, you know, so thank you very much for being, you know, an advocate thank for SUNY Aliata. So. Thank you. Thanks for having me, Tracy. We love you. Yeah. Well, thank you for joining us, Kelly. Talk soon. We'll see you. All right, bye. All right. Well, certainly, uh, you know, that building of the program, you know, it started in 1990, right? Uh, were you full-time then? 91, I was part-time until yeah, 96. 90, yeah, mm -hmm. crazy. But you, you kind of started putting in some of the, you know, the foundation, building mm -hmm. it. Uh, certainly, then you started getting some what I would consider, you know, some, like, impact-type uh, players. I mean, certainly Alicia Tull is a name that comes, you know, as a goalkeeper, you got to have a good goalie. Uh, she was a tremendous. Uh, I mean, I watched her make some incredible saves in the NCAA tournament. You know, it just felt like she should have been on that team, uh, you know, but certainly Laura Marcone was, and she was another incredible goalie in the saves she made in some of those games. I mean, um, well, that was the beauty of the beginning um, with Alicia Tall and Liz McGrail, those players right. that just knew how to work and they literally they could do it by themselves we didn't have all the pieces we had a lot of pieces but we didn't have all the pieces but I remember watching Alicia recruiting her and her high school team wasn't very good she just got pummeled all the time but that was a lot of practice <laughs> you know <laughs> so we were constantly finding the players that were just really beat up right. and would come and were that much more ready to right. to well, it's really funny that you say that she, you know, she got pummeled when she was in high school. When she came here, she hardly saw any <laughs> shots some games. I mean, there were games that the other team would have no shots on goal because of the defense, you know, the front yeah. and line in front of them, and Joanne Battaglia and the Henniger sister. I mean, you know, just those people, the back line. I mean, she, she got yeah. bored back there some, most of the time. But well, hey. philo philosoph philosophically, um, we were definitely a defensive team. You know, right. build from the back. You know, right. defense wins championships. And, yeah. uh, you know, when I think of all the players that we converted from offensive players in high school to defensive players, they weren't happy <laughs> when they came in going, you're going to help us win championships if you, can if you can really learn how to play this position. Right. And, I mean, we, we kept that throughout and, and built from the back. And uh, so most of our players could intertwine, but knew that they had to be a good defender to get on the field for us. Yeah, I, right, you're right, because what was it? Uh, oh God, I'm drawing a blank. It's not Amanda LaPola. Uh, she led our team in scoring as a junior, and then her senior year you moved her like Was that Trisha Jager? No, it wasn't uh -huh. Trisha Jager. It was, um, uh, I hate not remembering the names, but you, you moved her back. I mean, you took, like you said, someone who actually was scoring goals as like an outside midfielder, mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden she's playing like back, and I'm like, oh my God. You got something. It worked. It did. It well, no, because of the <laughs> skill. I think, like you said, the mm -hmm. skill and the talent, they could just play wherever, yeah. they, wherever yeah. you were going to make them fit. But, but that's, that's the great thing about Oneana, though. They let us recruit. We found our team. I mean, I think the, 
the joy of college coaching is that you build the team that you want and it's a reflection of you and so these players were just they're as you can see I mean she's a professor at the University of Central Florida yeah. she's just killing it yeah. um, and they all are like that that's what's been so joyful right um, so 2003, we're getting ready to host the National Championship Weekend, which is, by the way, the last time the National Championship was hosted on a college campus, and we won it. So we have that claim to fame. Mm -hmm. um, so we're, we only have like three days to prepare, and it's Thanksgiving weekend, and we're trying to find people, but uh, there's one person in particular who was a tremendous supporter of women's soccer, not just women's soccer, but our entire athletic department and he really made a big difference for us and he's our final guest today i'd like to welcome in dr perry how you doing steve i'm good jeff good morning tracy <laughs> thanks for wearing the suny oniana shirt no other shirt to wear today but that one <laughs> so that means you're in uniform <laughs> yeah uh steve uh Maybe let's talk about that 2003 week, you know, that week that we hosted the national championship and kind of maybe what you thought about it, the experience and, and making it happen. Well, well, Tracy made that happen. I didn't make that happen, but I do remember Monday morning uh, after the big game up in Schenectady, yeah. the quarterfinal, which was like a heavyweight championship bout all by itself. She came into my office and said, we have an opportunity to do this. Can we do it? And I said, why not? Let's, let's give it a shot. She said she would do all the work. She'd find all the volunteers and, uh, you know, we'd make the arrangements to, to feed the women and uh, house the women and do all the things that were necessary. And uh, she pulled it off. Uh, I just ran some interference upstairs, which is what I normally did. Uh, and that, that was a, that was just a magical week, the way that all played out. And if, if you believe in destiny, that, that was the, the championship game was the game that uh, you knew that it was going to be ours. Right. So, uh, just everything that happened was magic that week, for me anyway. Right. And so, uh, I mean, you know, he was our, our boss, and he certainly allowed us to do our thing, and I think that's important. Uh, so maybe talk a little bit about about the experience of being able to work with Dr. Perry. Yeah. I'm sorry, Jeff. Well, no, I'm, I'm going to uh, see if I'm asking Tracy about her experience working with you as our as our okay. boss. But you know what? I don't even think I even felt like you were our boss. You were just someone who was there supporting us. Like it didn't feel like that. Well, you you taught me to always do the right thing. Whatever we were doing, we needed to do it the right way and um, you showed us the way. I mean, uh, the, the leadership that we had at the time that I was coaching was just absolutely extraordinary. And I'll always be grateful for you running interference and saying, let's try to do this, even though it was, uh, was a difficult weekend. But I have to tell you, the, Dr. Perry, your skill to bring a group together, the community and the culture that we had in the Division of Student Development during that time was was nothing short of spectacular. I, I didn't feel like I was working a day in my life. I was just coming, I was running to work to try to make things happen because you allowed us to really uh, thrive. So thank you. You're welcome. I, 
I had a great team of people, and you were certainly among them. Uh, so it was pretty easy to do. I tell you, one day right before the championship, when Steve and Dr. Ingersoll were cooking breakfast, and uh, people are bringing food into the house to support these women during this time, it was just like Steve said, nothing short of people just caring. And that's, that's the culture of Oneonta that uh, made it so special. So uh, Steve, the growth of athletics and uh, you know, at the time when you were you know, overseeing athletics, is there anything in particular that you think really stands out as maybe a really special project or, or, or a program that we added to athletics that, you're, that you'd like to maybe talk a little bit about? You know, there, there, are, there are three things that I've been thinking about this, Jeff, and um, for a lot of people, they wouldn't even begin to think about it. Uh, you were talking earlier with Marilyn about gender equity, and I remember that period when we finally made the transition in uh, men's soccer from Division One to Division Three, and we took a lot of heat for that. Um, but that was just so important from a gender equity point of view. Uh, we, we put men's soccer back on the map. Um, within four years, I think they were in the, uh, the national semifinals. Um, that was a really important transition point for the college and, and for athletics uh, to get all of, the, all of the, uh, the, the teams on the same page as far as Division Three goes. Uh, so that was one of the things uh, that stands out to me. That the second thing that stands out to me um, was a period that we went through and, and Tracy really pushed hard and we had a lot of conversation about this but uh, if you remember way back uh, coaches were actually listed as titles as instructors at the college and there was a coaching title in SUNY and we were able to push uh, to get all of the coaches on a coaching title with uh, three-year contracts uh, with some salary increases and I think that was a really important thing that we did um, uh, to be more competitive across the, uh, the conference, um, uh, but also to retain good coaches on our staff. And then the third thing that stands out to me that, that we worked on a lot, and you've, you've alluded to it several times in the conversation this morning, is, is how we really built character into uh, winning. Um, uh, and the importance of character, and, and Tracy epitomized that with her team, and and what she was able to do with the young women that she coached, is to is to win with character. And uh, you know, if there's anything that I could say and hope is a legacy that I left, that it, it was uh, the winning with character uh, concept, um, not only uh, for women's soccer but for all of our teams. Is there? I mean, is that really the thing for you that might stand out from Dr. Perry's perspective is that winning with character, attitude, and, and like you said, doing it the right way? Most, most definitely. And it's because when we're trying to transition their love and passion for their sport into life skills, that character has to come with them academically, socially. And um, I feel like together our group really embodied that. Everybody wanted that. To, to see the growth of our students. And we had so many challenges, but you, you give these young people a chance and they, they realize, wow, I could be so much better in all of these things. Why just be good in my sport? And it was just really, uh, it, it, it was like I said, 
I didn't feel like I worked a day in my life because I was so, it, I enjoyed working so much. Well, Steve, I certainly want to thank you for all the way from Ohio, right? So we went global today. Right. We went Florida, Ohio. <laughs> I mean, we did have one instator with Maryland, <laughs> but uh, that's, it's, it's, technology is a great thing, and I'm glad you were able to join us today. I appreciate the opportunity and uh, really wish Tracy the very best in retirement and hope that she just continues to look forward, and I know she'll continue to do great things. Thank you, Steve. Thank you, Steve. Thank you, Jeff. Have a great day. Hi, uh, you too. What a we surprise! Made, we made this a very special show. Jeez, very special please. show. Three of my favorite people. That's yeah. awesome. Um, so, uh, so we really, you know, the the areas that I wanted to cover here. You know, I wanted to talk about the conference, and I wanted to talk about your team, and I wanted to talk about athletics really as a general. Uh, but now for you, and I know this could be very hard. <laughs> is there one? thing that maybe you could say that you're most like proud of during your 30 years whether it be you know the team or you know maybe mm. you know just athletics in general I mean certainly our facilities have become amazing with turf fields and you know we added a baseball but is there I know it's I know it's mm -hmm. hard is there one thing that maybe you think maybe you could say well you know when you think of a 30-year span Steve touched on like where we were and uh, you know coming in part-time having part-time coaches you know I feel like right now to me I guess my greatest my greatest joy is our reputation I mean when your student athletes have a higher GPA than the general student body when they graduate at a higher rate and when they re are retained at a higher rate that not only saves the college dollars but you see a whole bunch of success in that and I don't think we'd be where we were if we didn't move the needle that way all the time. And you can't do that without great coaches. Right. Uh, coaches who have incredible passion. So I'd like to say that the hires that we've made were really, really good. And we're going to win for a long time now that the facilities have come to meet right. um, <clears throat> the really talented athletes who are also super bright because you can't get into Oneana unless you're super bright. So we're coaching the cream of the crop. And, um, you know, we've got Chancellor Award winners. Uh, we've got professors. We've got doctors. We've got attorneys. We've got an amazing amount of really amazing teachers. We've got an alumni force that, you know, I just feel like in my life, having athletics in my life has made me you know, endure. You know, life isn't easy sometimes, right? But we know we can reach back into our soul and find those wins and figure out how to do it. And I think we can't stop doing that. No matter what changes around us, that piece of athletics remains the same. And um, I'm just really proud of where we are right now, where we have come. Mm -hmm. And I think the culmination of it all together with great people, great people, you know, committing to Oneonta has allowed us to be, you know, as good as we can be. I still think that the Commissioner's Cup is in our grasp. You know, we have been number one in a particular right, season. Right. Many years now we have finished in third place behind Geneseo and Cortland, but we got them. We got them. We've got them with the coaching staff. We got them with the recruits that we're, we're attracting. Um, and I'm really looking forward to our future at Oneonta to see where it goes. So, 
There is not a very, right. there is not one specific thing. It is right. just I'm really, really psyched for Oneonta right now. Right, and certainly we know that um, you'll continue to uh, have your chair seat wherever we are at a venue and watching games, and we certainly will, you know, I know that the student athletes will enjoy still seeing you and the coaches and everybody, and we know we'll keep hearing you cheer on Oneonta, which uh, I think is really special because I think it's just your connection to the college and the area that really has brought all this. Well, thank you. Oneonta. I mean, it's a beautiful community, and I think that we are, we, there's still lots, lots of work to do. So I'm just really glad to step aside and let the new folks just bring it on in any way that I can help. Um, again, having these student athletes and these folks in my life, it's been a great life. Yeah. Uh, we certainly uh, want to say thank you. thank you. All right, we love you. All right. Um, so for us, uh, that ends the episode. I think that's a good place that we can kind uh, of say sign off. Uh, we'd like to uh, thank everyone for joining us and continue to uh, watch for the upcoming year where we'll add some more new episodes for the Ozone. You can watch it on YouTube or you can download it on your smart devices as a podcast and listen whenever you'd like. So we'd like to thank again Tracy for coming in today, and we'd like to thank you again for watching us and listening to us on The Ozone. Until next time. Hey, Tracy. It's Ashley. I just wanted to thank you so much for everything that you've done for me professionally and personally. You gave me a shot at being a head women's volleyball coach, and for that, I'm forever going to be grateful. So thank you for all of the advice and the guidance that you've given me along the way. And even though your chapter is ending in Oneonta, I know that I have you as a person that I can always turn to for advice, guidance, and friendship. So thank you again, and we're really gonna miss you. Tracy, thank you for giving me a chance. Thank you for being the person that believed in me at the start of my career. Thank you for the continual sacrifice you've made for this department, this staff, this college, every student athlete that's been here um, since you've been the athletic director has been better off for your presence. There's absolutely no doubt in my mind you are the embodiment of what we want our student athletes to be. Thank you for living it out. Okay. Tracy, you're retiring. Holy smokes, you beat me. Let me just say thank you so much for the support you've given me all these years and the support you've given the program as well. Uh, very much appreciated. Uh, you and Dave, go do some traveling. Enjoy life. I know you like playing golf. Uh, enjoy it. You can play as much as you want right now. Um, when you come back into town, stop in for a visit. Stop in for an intramural game. But don't wait too late. I may be following in your footprints soon. Best of luck to you, Tracy. Thanks so much. Tracy, so many things to say, but I only have a few seconds. So first off, congratulations on your retirement. Nobody deserves this more than you do. But also thank you from the bottom of my heart for everything that you've done for me, for our department, for our students, and for the campus here at Oneonta. You've been a wonderful leader, a great mentor, and a true friend for me that's played a huge role in my life. I wouldn't be where I am today without the opportunity that you gave me, so thank you. Um, but enjoy every second of your retirement, the time you spend with your family, of course, the time on the golf course. Uh, you, you deserve it, and it's been long overdue for you. Um, you'll always have a spot 
on the fence at Red Dragon Field whenever you want to stop on by. Uh, so please don't be a stranger. But thank you again for everything and congratulations. Hey Tracy, I just want to say thank you. Thank you for taking a chance on me. Uh, thank you for helping develop a softball program and softball facility that we can be proud of. Thank you for all the time and effort that you've put forth for all of these student athletes. Uh, it's been a pleasure working with you with Student Athlete Affairs and I know that our student athletes really feel the love from you. Um, and furthermore, just thank you so much for what you've done for this athletic department. You've transformed this department into, I think, something that all of us are proud of. Um, and that legacy is going to be carried out. Uh, so thank you for that. Congratulations, and I wish you the best of luck in retirement. Cheers. Hi, Tracy. So 30 years, I, I just can't, uh, I just can't fathom in the nine and a half years that I've met you, worked with you, you've changed my life, and this has been the best career part of my life that I could ever possibly imagine. But Tracy, um, I wish there was a, more words and enough time to tell you how much you've meant to me and my family and allowing me to, uh, to work with the tennis program and the students here at the school. You've done so much and for that I'm grateful. Thanks, we'll see. Hi Tracy, congratulations on your retirement. I wanna thank you for the opportunity that you've given me here at Oneonta. I appreciate all that you've done for me and for the fellow coaches and our students. You will be missed. Stay in touch and if you ever need maple syrup, you let me know. Hi Tracy, just wanna say thanks so much for everything you've done for us here at Oneonta and what you've done for me personally, professionally. You believed in me as a young coach and I'm so thankful for that. Enjoy your retirement, you deserve it. Tracy, congratulations on a wonderful career. You made me better, you made Oneonta better. Best luck in the future and please don't be a stranger to uh, do Arena. Hi Tracy, congratulations on retirement. 30 years is a long time. Um, not quite as long as Tom and Sosa over the 40, but uh, congratulations, it's awesome. 30 years of hard work and dedication. We appreciate everything you've done, um, both for my wrestling program, myself, as well as all of our athletes here in SUNY Oneonta Athletics. Hope you get an opportunity now to get out there on the golf course and you and Dave get to travel. Um, again, enjoy it. It's awesome opportunity to make it there and thank you for everything you've done. Good luck in retirement. Okay, Tracy, we've got the men's soccer team, best looking guys on campus. Yeah, I just want to wish Tracy good luck on behalf of the program. Um, you know, I've been here for almost most of it. sideline coming to support us and that famous chant of hers during the games is one two three here we go good luck tracy thank, thank you how does one begin to say thank you in under 30 seconds i have no idea 
but Tracy, I can at least acknowledge some of my favorite sayings of yours over the years that will always stay with me going forward. And that is all boats rise on a high tide. We can agree to disagree. And if you're going to talk the talk, then you better walk the walk, lead by example. I can't thank you enough for being a better leader an example for me over the years to follow. I will be always grateful for those experiences and those life lessons. Congratulations on your retirement. Mwah.